I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And you're listening to Popcorn Fort. Popcorn Fort, the badly explained movie podcast by us, who we explain badly, yes, movies. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha's had two drinks already and she's well on her way. Oh, I have a recommendation. What's your recommendation? Mr. Finch, sparkling cider rosé. It's pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. It's $15 for a six pack and it's two drinks per bottle. So it's good bang for your buck. Oh, so I, oh. Did you not realize it was two drinks per bottle? I thought it was generic cider when it was half a drink per bottle. No, 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 no. You know, this has put some things in context for me. (laughs) This is why I like it so much, Sasha. Ah. Hmm. And but it also doesn't taste like it's two drinks a bottle. Yes, dangerous. It's it's nice. It's like sweet and bubbly. Sweet and bubbly. Mm. Cool. It's the exact kind of alcohol I like. It doesn't taste like it's alcoholic, but it is extremely alcoholic. That explains why we're so different when we mix drinks. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Anyway, we're not here to talk about our budding alcoholism. <laughs> cool. Well, do you want to tell me about a movie? I do want to tell you about a movie. But not yet, because before that, I'm going to tell you about a movie that doesn't exist. All right, Lauren. Uh Uh-huh. This week, I'm going to talk to you about my wife, my personal wife. You know the one I acquired? The one that you have in our home that I've never seen. Well, you're not allowed in my room. This is true. I mean, I do go in your room. (laughs) You were in my room all the time. (laughs) I was in your room an hour ago. You were. You were stealing my sunlight. I was. It's my sunlight. But it's all right. I never go under your bed, which is where you keep your wife. It's true. What is... My wife is a shark. That's where my shark slippers live. (laughs) Tell me about your wife. Okay, well, Lauren. Yes? I'll tell you about my wife. Yes? My wife is a gangster. Excellent. That's the ideal wife. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. I just want you to take a moment to step back and think about being married to, like, a gangster wife. Like, she'll have back tattoos. She'll probably carry around, like, you know, a wooden sword. Maybe she rides a motorbike. Why is it a wooden sword? Okay, so this is more Japanese. This movie's Korean. Okay, sure. But, like, the whole thing with, like, the motorcycle gangs, they'd have, like, bulkin and, like, wooden kendo swords. Uh-huh. And you could just beat up people using, like, basically baseball bats. Sasha's having a moment. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. She's, I want a wife that's buff. She's lost in the fantasy. Lauren, what Literally, am I? Literally, every time we watch something that has an... an unreasonably buff woman in it. Sasha's like, that's my wife. So like Castlevania season three is Striga. I it saw was a her. Good time. I was like, oh my fucking God. And you're like, hey, hey, she looks like a JoJo character. She also had just an unreasonable amount of hair, which is my standard for a wife. Mm. So like appealing. Yeah. Appealing to both of us. I can't believe we have the same wife. <laughs> okay, Lauren, let me tell you about this movie. Yes. Which is not, in fact, about my wife, because uh-huh. in a shocking turn of events, I don't actually have a wife. I am shocked. Hmm. So, Lauren. <laughs> yes? This week, yes. I'm going to tell you about the movie, uh-huh. My Wife is a Gangster. Yes. So, uh, this movie is from 2001, mm-hmm. and it's a South Korean movie. Prime time for movies to happen. It is a prime time for movies to happen. It's that great turnover in fashion as well. Mm-mm. Um, okay, so the tags that you have uh-huh. for this movie uh-huh. are My Dying Wish, uh-huh. Bad Fire Safety, excellent, and Societal Gender Roles, Maybe Not So Good. Valid. Mm. What do you think this movie's about? All right. Korean movie, My Wife is a Gangster, was it Bad, bad Fire Safety, mm-hmm. Gender Roles, and what was the first one? My Dying Wish. Dying Wish. Goodness. All right. So, this movie is kind of in the vein of those um those house husband comics. What's it called? Like the the Lauren. That's my recommendation for this week. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 ones where he's just like a, a stay at home spouse to a gangster. Mm. So the the protagonist is the um the husband of the gangster wife. Okay. Uh huh. And basically, he's it's just a series of shenanigans. Um, so it's kind of a a kind of comedy slash crime movie, and it's all from the perspective of the guy who doesn't 
He knows his wife's a gangster, but he doesn't want to know the specifics of her, okay. of her like gangster life and her crimes. Mm. He's like, I know you do crimes. That's fine. Just don't tell me about it. Okay. You know. You got I, that like work and personal life separation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, you know, he, he loves his buff gangster wife. He just doesn't, he's mm. just very delicate. And he doesn't want to know about the murders. Mm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good dynamic. It's very good dynamic. He does all the swooning. <laughs> Does he get kidnapped? Oh, he's a damsel. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we start off and we're kind of in situ and, I don't know, his wife comes home and she's all kind of bloody and beaten up and looking just real sexy. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, don't tell me what happens, but I'm going to patch you up. Oh. (laughs) And he's the, you know, the stay-at-home patch-up guy. Yes. Yep, yep. And they have a, a, a lovely, intimate kind of, you know, tending to the wounds, doing stitches. She's stoically, <laughs> like, doesn't doesn't react to the stitches. Mm. Yep. It's it's all very sexy. To Lauren, Sasha this is very yummy. <laughs> Are you catering to my individual interests? I absolutely am. <laughs> you don't get any like awards or points from this. I don't understand why you're uh, pandering to me. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that happens, and but then the next day he he goes off on an errand to get groceries or something, and he gets kidnapped. <gasps> by a rival mafia group or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, maybe that thing that I didn't want my wife telling me about was more serious than I thought. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> ignorance didn't pay off. And this is just going to turn into fucking um, Taken, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Which would be really choice. It would be. I'd love that. Um. Yeah, so he gets kidnapped and he's like, I don't know what's going on. No one's telling me what's going on. Mm. Hopefully my wife will come and rescue me. Yeah. Because they have like a a system. Maybe they get him to call her so she doesn't think anything's wrong, you know, because they need to like set up whatever it is Mm -hmm. um, before she realizes. But he, you know, he gives the verbal code or he doesn't say the thing that he's supposed to say. So she knows something's wrong. And she's like, well, I'm going to mount a fucking arsenal to come after him. (laughs) So then we're in like, I don't know, the the wife's like mafia group. I think she's she's not in charge, but she's high up. Okay. She's like a lieutenant. Yummy. Or something. Um, So she's like, you know, to her boss, listen, my husband's been kidnapped. I know what they want. And this is where we get like the details of what's actually going on. Yeah. Like the stuff. Um, you know, whatever fucking mafia bullshit is happening. Yes. Um, you know, they, they're kidnapping him because they want her to stop in looking into whatever the rival group is doing because they're planning a takeover or something, okay, yeah. I think. I, I heard Teddy Clover. <laughs> <laughs> they're planning a Teddy Clover. No, they're planning a takeover. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen enough mafia movies to know what's going on. It's basically any form of organization. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, you could apply this to an IT company. That's probably the same as being in the mafia. Exactly. So her boss is basically like, look, I don't care what you do, Mm. um, but I'm not going to officially give you any assistance. But, oh no, I've accidentally left the key to the gun cabinet on my (laughs) desk. I thought you were going to say, oh no, I accidentally left the key to all my minions. (laughs) No, I accidentally left the key to the gun cabinet on my desk. Like they can't yeah. um they can't give her any minions. Yeah. Because like it's not official mafia business. I can't believe the mafia apparently operates the same way as you would with like, you know, a rogue police officer. <laughs> I think that's where I think I've seen slightly more rogue police movies than I have mafia movies. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's where I'm going with this, yeah. So she basically goes on a goes on a murder spree yes. to save her husband. Yes. Hmm. I feel like this is the climax of the movie though. So I think before that, before he got kidnapped, there were just a bunch of like near miss mafia shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like to get the comedy up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then this final one is almost like it's a weird mix of like kind of if taken was a comedy. Ooh, yes. So do you think this whole time, is the husband doing anything or is he just sitting there? Um, I think he's pretty good at at talking. Ooh. Like, he's basically just trying to get in people's heads. What's his day job? He is, 
he's like something really soft, like he's a a, a vet or like a um a, a a kindergarten teacher or something. Oh <laughs> yes, because that's the the finest job for mm. the husband of a, a mafia wife. It really is. Yeah, yeah, and he's only like part time, so he can also like be a bit of a stay at home husband. Be- beautiful. Yeah, and you know, take take care of the house and cook for her and stuff. Yes. Yeah, do all the errands. Yeah, I think I think he's a part-time kindergarten teacher. And also Sweet. they have uh two dogs and a cat. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Do you think she at the same time is like, "Okay, I won't talk to you about my personal life, about my work life." Yeah. Also, nothing gang-related is allowed to see my husband. Yes. Like stay yes, the exactly. fuck away. Exactly. Yeah. Like she's made it known. Yeah. Yeah. Although no, has has she made it known or ha- is he secret? Is he a secret husband? Like I think he's a secret husband. I think <gasps> yes. I think she keeps him completely divorced from all the mafia stuff. Like only her boss knows she's married. Yes. And there's some kind of shenanigan kind of halfway through the movie where maybe some of her colleagues are trying to set her up. Oh yes. <laughs> and she's like has to get out of it in various mm-hmm. ways because she's like, no, no, my husband's at home, but I can't tell anyone. My mind was like, what if they set her up on? A date with her own husband. <laughs> no, because I don't know about her husband. They try to set her up with like various like buff, mafia, buff mafia dudes because they yes. think that's what she's into. But she's not. She wants the soft ones. She wants the soft ones. Exactly. Oh, does he have like soft sweaters and has glasses? Absolutely. And he like he tends to plants. Yes. Oh. He is a stereotypical soft boy. Oh my god, Lord. Yes. <laughs> and she has just many knives. Strapped to her body. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're catering. You're catering to me. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, the climax of the movie, after all the shenanigans, is he gets kidnapped and she comes after him because he, he's like one of those, um, like surprisingly competent. Because mm. you know, like you realize at the end, like there's a reason he's married to this really competent mafia lady. It's because he's got like hidden strength. Excellent. And, like, he's really good at manipulation. He's a kindergarten teacher. He is. He's all over these men. Exactly. He fucking knows what buttons to push. Excellent. Yeah, so by the time she gets there, he's, like, still tied up. They're all, like, fighting with each other. And then she, like, busts in and there's this great, awesome, like, this awesome action sequence where she takes out everyone. Mm. And, like, at some point, like, halfway through, like, you know, she kills a couple of them. And then she, like, undoes his uh, his ropes or whatever and hands him a gun and like he takes out a couple of them as well yes because she's taught him how to shoot excellent (laughs) yep and then they go home and they cuddle with the dogs beautiful okay lauren yes lauren Lauren. (laughs) um can i add more to your story please okay can there be like a loyal second to the gangster wife who is sort of in love with her oh but he's also just like i can't she's my beautiful boss Uh i'm so loyal Uh and then he on the side has also bumped into like maybe he has a nephew (gasps) or a niece who goes to the kindergarten where the husband is is he secretly in love with both of them he's secretly in love with both of them but like in different ways and he's like oh no neither of these could ever happen neither of these could ever happen and it's not good and then he's involved in the uh like saving and rescue mission sasha are you catering to me (laughs) (laughs) and then so he's involved in the rescue mission and then basically what i'm saying is like maybe he gets injured in the line (gasps) and so like the one no the 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 mafia boss is like i can't you know no one can help you but here's the key to your gun carry and then the second turns up when she's preparing and he's like i'll come with you and she's like no, you can't, you know, the, the yeah. boss won't allow it. He's like, no, I'm coming anyway. It doesn't matter because he's so devoted. He's so devoted. <laughs> and he's like, he totally goes to sacrifice himself during the big operation. <gasps> he does. But like they, they come in and he sees the husband. And he's like, oh, hang on. It's him. It's him, the soft man in the cafe who takes care of my niece and nephew on yeah. occasion. Yes. And then so like end game is like, you know, perhaps. OT3. OT3. OT3 end game. OT3 end game. <laughs> It's not like it's not explicit because like it can't be because yes. the way the world is. But the way the world it's is totally. Un- but you see him like visiting, and he has like a bouquet of flowers. Absolutely. Yes. Or like he's on the couch, Absolutely. and then they enter, and they have like food and dinner. It's totally subtext. Oh yeah. Like it's explained away as like he's now that a good friend. He's to both a good of friend them, to both of them. But it's totally a trio. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, that's that excellent fan service movie that definitely isn't what it is. Lauren, I want this movie. 
Oh, no. <laughs> it would be so bad. I bet you'll have to tell me about the actual movie. Okay, let me talk to you about My Wife is a Gangster, mm-hmm. a 2001 movie from South Korea. Uh-huh. So um, I'm going to give a content warning for this as well. Mm-hmm. Like, So there is sexual assault slash dubcon, but in the way that like they're a married couple... And then, like, the husband's right. like, oh, I would really be interested in something horny now. And then the wife's just like, yeah, nah. Right. That kind of Hollywood, it's fine if they're married. Yeah. 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 Also, there is violence in this movie. So if cool. you do want to watch this movie, be aware. That's a potential thing. So the movie opens. Um, we have a guy narrating this whole, like, little segment. But it opens with a fight scene. It's in the rain. Clearly, this is, like, a gang fight. Like, Sure bunch of gangsters versus this one other dude from a gang Mm -hmm. we close up and there's like this badass lady standing (gasps) in the rain (gasps) and she's here here, and she's like you know gives a real sharp glance towards the camera and then she's throwing you know kunai no okay so it's like this um it's almost like a throwing knife but what it is it's like a diamond shaped blade throwing knives are very sexy they're very sexy so it's like a ninja throwing knife nice have you ever seen avatar the last airbender it's like kind of like what yeah, my throws yeah those ones with like the almost circular like little yeah so it's yeah. like very aerodynamic and yeah. so she starts like throwing those and then she's all like you know fighting every single gang member she's like back flipping in there and she's like beating the shit she does the thing where she's like you know she kicks multiple people at once nice and no one can lay a hand at her she's so good and like nice because the floor is covered in water, you get the thing where it's like big sweeps of water flying up. Yes. And then we get the title card, and it's called My Wife is a Gangster. Good shit. So we cut to the present day, mm-hmm. and we see the guy who's been narrating this whole time. He's basically like, there's a living legend in our organization, and yeah. this is the backstory of our living legend. Yeah. Um, so this guy, I'm going to call him Blondie, and he's like telling this story to this other dude who kind of has a country bumpkin vibe to him. Sure. And they're just walking down a hallway, and he's like, yeah, yeah, Big Bro is a legend. You should think yourself lucky to work alongside him. We're one of the few organizations with a living legend. Right. And the newbie's like, holy shit, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) And they knock, and they enter this room. Mm -hmm. And, like, we enter, and we see all these dudes in suits. And it's kind of just like a a recreation room, a lounging, like, there's couches, there's coffee. Yeah. And all these guys are just kind of, like, bowed towards this table area. Uh-huh. And at this table, we have, like, this one dude who's just sitting, and then across from him is a person who's reading a newspaper. Sure. And it's covering their face, so we're like, who's that guy behind the newspaper? And so Newbie and Blondie rock up, and Newbie kind of, like, looks at both people, and, like, he drops to his knees, and he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so, this is my introduction. <laughs> Like, please take care of me, whatever. Yeah. And the person with the newspaper, like, lowers their newspaper. It's Gangster Wife. It's Gangster Wife. Yay! So she's there. She has, like, short black hair. She's wearing a tailored black suit. And I'm going to call her Mantis. Uh-huh. Because, like, her code name is Mantis. Her actual name is, like, Eugen. Yeah. Um, but everyone's like, Mantis, are you here, Mantis? We need you, Mantis. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good code name. Yeah. yeah. So, like, she lowers her newspaper and she, like, glances at the new guy and she's like, Put him to work in the kitchen. Excellent. And the new guy's just like, hey, whoa, what the fuck did you say to me, you like, you cheap slut? And then everyone's Rude. like, what holy the- shit, this man is about to die. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh my fucking shit. <laughs> what the, this guy's gonna die. Yeah. And like, she's just like looking at him and you know she's gonna fuck up his day. I'm delighted. Yeah. And then uh, Blondie or some other dude gets a phone call uh-huh. and interrupts this whole, like, she's about to murder this man scene. Uh-huh. And it's just like, Hyung Nim. Which means older brother. So, yeah. like, everyone's calling her older brother. Nice. And, like, she'll have one scene where she's like, just please, just call me, like, um, I think it's, like, Samsung Nim, which means, like, ma'am or older sister. And they're just yep. like, oh, yes, sorry, ma'am. Anyway, older brother. <laughs> and she's like, I'm never going to address this again, but God damn it, you people. <laughs> <laughs> please stop misgendering me. Yeah, because it's, like, that whole sort of gangster situation. Yeah, like, that's right. what you would call. Totally. Yeah, so it's very amusing. But there's, like, Hyung Nim, older bro. They found her. And then, like, all ominous music plays, and she, like, looks at the camera. She's like, (laughs) And anyway, we learn that the her is her sister. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, and then we get that, like, little backstory. Like, her and her sister, they were separated when they were young. Yeah. I think they were orphans, and only one of them got adopted. Right. So, the backstory is one of the sisters got adopted. I think it was her older sister was adopted. Sure. And we don't really get anything more. But right. we assume she just somehow, like, grew up wrong and joined the mafia. <laughs> she grew up wrong. She grew up wrong. She, like, grew up sideways. She has really, like, wide <laughs> hips. <laughs> she grew out rather than up. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we cut to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So we're inside the hospital and Mantis reunites with her sister. And then we find out that the sister has cancer. Oh, no. And the doctors are basically like, oh, why is this lady still here? And Mantis is like, um, excuse the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? And, like, the doctors have basically refused to operate on the sister. Why? Like, their thing is just like, oh, no, operating now wouldn't do anything. It would just put her in more pain. They've basically given her up for dead. Yeah, they've given her up for dead. Right. I don't know if it's a case of, like, maybe she doesn't have the insurance or the financial means. Right. Or it's just... Like, reasonably, she's too far along and it wouldn't actually help. Wouldn't actually help. Yeah. So, like, Mantis is kind of like, but what if I, like, threw you against a wall and threatened you with a scalpel? I feel like, um, Honey would be better than the, um, the vinegar at this point. Yeah, she's very, like, rough and tumble. Like, she has no sweetness to her. She's very much like, I've grown up in this violent man's world. Yeah. I don't have time to play at being a lady. Right, So she's very much, she's her job. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they're like they've refused to operate her on on her, and Mantis is just like, don't like this. So, but she's talking to her sister, and the sister is like, "I need you to do something for me, sister, who I have not seen for about twenty years." <laughs> and then Mantis is like, "Of course, I can do anything." And she's like, "Yes, sister, I would like to see you get married." Um, and Mantis is like, M- "Married? M- married? What if I didn't fucking do that?" And then we cut to, like... The Sister is secondary villain. Sister is secondary villain, <laughs> who's just kind of like, what if I just rocked up and fucked up your life? <laughs> yeah, so we cut to the gangster base, and all the gangsters are like, married? Uh, what? They're, like, very shook, and they're, like, staring at At this at her. point, this, the gangster wife says, fuck no, I'm not getting married. The movie ends. <laughs> and then that's it. That's a wrap on my gangster wife. Yay. Um... Yeah, and so, like, she's just like, guys, this isn't a big deal. Like, I just want to get it over with in, like, you know, the next month. So could you, like, get to it and arrange this? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. She's just getting her gangster gang to uh, matchmake for her. She totally is. It's so funny. It's so good. So yeah. they walk up to, like, this marriage clinic. Yeah. Like, uh, arranged marriage meet date thing. Sure. And, like, they, like, slam in and, like, all these people are like, oh, my God, these gangsters just broke into our office and are breaking everything. <laughs> And then, like, they go to, like, the head of the office and there's, like, we need you to find us an eligible bachelor. <laughs> and everyone's, like, um, okay. And then we're back in the gangster unit. Yep. And we see Sherry. Who's so, Sherry? Sherry is, she's a very pretty lady. Uh-huh. But, um, the vibe she gives off. So, you know the nanny? Fran from the nanny? Yeah, 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 yeah. She has that sort of vibe. Nice. So, she has, like, really big hair and um, she's wearing, like, a tight-fitting dress. And she's real loud. She's real loud. Nice. She's, like, a, a hostess or an escort. Oh, nice. Like, the thing where, you you know, you go to the club and a bunch of ladies are there and, like, they'll drink with you and they'll chat with you. Sure, sure. Yeah. And she's uh, Blondie's girlfriend. Nice. And basically, Blondie's, like, hello, I have brought my girlfriend here basically to, like, fix you, Mantis. Jeez. To make you more, like, this is, like, you know, the pretty woman makeover. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's like, I'm just to help you become more ladylike and appealing to men. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, and so Mantis is just like, um, what the actual fuck is this? Um, I think the men need to be appealing to me, actually. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like Mantis doesn't have to change a thing. She's yeah. she's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but like, while this is happening, this is happening in like the, the recreational room. Yeah. And like, all the gangsters are still there, like, oh, no. sitting next to them. Oh, God. Why didn't she go somewhere private? I really think she should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so this is where, like, she's doing all the moisturizer, and the boss is like, what the actual fuck? Nice. And then Mantis, like, fully, like, checks out Sherry. Like, we get a full pan. Like, <gasps> we see what Sherry's wearing. Like, okay, so she's got an orange dress, she's got high heels. And boss is like, hmm. And then we cut to the hotel. Ah, and what happens? Lesbian? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> um, so we're at this hotel, yeah. And this car like pulls up to the like the the entrance, yeah. And Mantis gets out. Uh huh. In the she's, same outfit. She's wearing Sherry's outfit. Good shit. And Doesn't she, suit her. It's not bad because in the end it was just like a tight reddish dress. Yeah, nice. Uh, but she's wearing black high heels instead of red high heels. Right. Uh, but Does she, she know how to walk in heels. She. She, she sort to. of does, yeah. yeah. She has good balance, but she has a long-haired wig on as well, uh-huh. and she's, like, fully made up, and, like, the gangsters answer the door. So, like, um, Blondie, and I'm gonna call this guy Loyal, Yeah, he was the guy who was sitting across from um, her when she was reading the newspaper. Sure. He's kind of, like, her second-in-command, um, we call, I'm just gonna call him, like, Loyal Dude. Yeah. Because he loyal. He loyal. Yeah. So she's there, and she, like, walks into the hotel and mm-hmm. sits down to this marriage meeting. Uh-huh. And so she has just, like, the uh, 
the marriage meeting consultant person next to her. Mm-hmm. And then there's a dude and his parents are there. Uh-huh. Because at these marriage meetings, I think usually you actually bring along your parents as well. But she doesn't because she's a foster child orphan. Yes. Yeah. Um. So they're doing a meet and greet. Nice. And she's just like super duper gangster. Nice. And then eventually she's just kind of like... <sighs> Cut the fucking crap. <laughs> oh, honey. Do you want to tie the knot? It's best we do it sooner the better. <gasps> Does it work? No. Immediately, oh, like, good. the dude and his parents just stand up and they walk away. Nice. And then she's just like, hmm. <laughs> and so, like, she just basically, like, leaves. And, like, the marriage consultant was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and um, she leaves and she, like, it's basically. like, that M- Milan, like, marriage counts. Like, we have too much work to do. <laughs> she's like, there's no way we can fix this. <laughs> Yeah, and so she goes to, like, um, Loyal and to Blondie, and she's like, that was really fucking embarrassing, so, like, this is all on you. Don't fuck this up again. She just needs to find someone who wants a beard. She <laughs> she needs to find someone who wants a beard. Because she also wants a beard. She just wants a beard. It's just for her sister. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so basically, she's had this disastrous date meeting. Uh-huh. And so she sits in her car. She's in the back seat, angrily smoking. Uh-huh. So... These dudes are driving in their, like, Jeep, and, like, the car's blocking the way, and so they just start honking, and then they have to, like, do a three-point turn in order to get past her. Yeah. And there's, like, yelling insults at her. It's like, hey, learn how to park, bitch. And she's just kind of like... And she kills them. <laughs> I mean, she's just kind of like, you know what? Not fucking today. Nice. So they drive away, and then she gets in the front seat and starts pursuing nice. them. Nice. And she, like, crashes into them. Nice. And they, like, they get out. And there's, like, hey, what the fuck, lady? And so, like, she's just, like, demolishing them and beating them up. Good shit. And, like, as they go to fight her, there's this one dude who's also in his car. Yeah. And he's been watching this whole time. Yes. And he, like, gets out of his car and he runs over. And he's, like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. It's not chivalrous to fight a woman. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe this is the love interest. This is the love interest. He's, like, um... A chubby salary man. Uh-huh. And he goes to, like, stop the two dudes from attacking her. Nice. And she, like, turns around and pegs the cinder block at the two dudes. Excellent. But he's in the way. Good. So instead of hitting the two dudes, she just, like, smacks him in the head with a cinder block. Nice. And she's like, ah. Oh. And, like, uh, the other guys are just like, ah. Oh. And so <laughs> instead of, like, just fighting these guys, she knocks this dude out. And everyone's well, just like, hmm. Oh, no. Now she's going to have to fucking nurse him back to health or Is what you would think. Uh-huh. But we cut to the hospital. Nice. He's at the hospital getting, like, stitches. She's fucked off. Oh, she's not there. Nice. Instead, it's Blondie and Newbie. Nice. They're just in the background, and they're, like, on the phone to Mantis. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, so, like, we, we got the dude to the hospital. His name is, like, Kang Yo-so. But I'll just call him Kang. We get sort of like a debrief about Kang's character. There's like, oh yeah, so he's like a low-end salary man. He's been on 58 blind dates and he's never had a second date. He's really like unappealing to anyone and everyone. He's just like this pushover. Right. And it turns out it's actually Blondie and Newbie like doing a full like red string debrief to the um, Mantis. Oh, you see, you say he's desperate and easily manipulated. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And like all the other gangsters are just there standing and they're just like, hmm, hmm. And they're like, listen, this is the ideal man for you. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just an all around loser. Like we're pitching this man to you because he is so pathetic. He will not notice your gang activities. Yeah, and Mantis is just like, yeah, okay, set up a date. <laughs> this will do us. Good shit. So, uh, she has a date with Kang, uh-huh. but it's a marriage arrangement date. Mm-hmm. And then, so, what happened is Mantis has parents now, but these parents are, like, basically, like, oh, what? Blondie, newbie, and loyal man. <laughs> we're at this, like, stall, like a roadside stall. <laughs> I thought you were going to say those three guys just turned up and were like, we're her parents, and nobody questioned it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good shit. No, they're like at this um like sort of like side street stall that they frequented a lot. Yeah. And they just serve like, you know, like deep fried food and all that sort of thing. Sure, sure, sure. And they just like looked at the stall owners and they're just like, how old are you? <laughs> and they're like, 56. And they're just like, fucking perfect. <laughs> right. You're going to be our boss's parents now. So like Excellent. these poor stall owners have been kidnapped and are like seated at this table and they oh, both look. Oh no. Are they being paid for their time? I hope they're being paid, but they're like, you know, they're dressed up in more fancy clothes. Sure, sure, sure. And they're just kind of like, 
Ah, oh, yes, our daughter. Oh, we're just, we're so happy with this arrangement. Oh, what a reliable looking son-in-law. And the, the, the marriage lady is like, you didn't have parents before. <laughs> the marriage lady doesn't question this. She also doesn't question the fact that her entire hairstyle has changed. <laughs> well, she's not wearing the wig. She's not wearing the wig nice. now. But she's like, long story short, I need to get married right now. Right. And he's just kind of like, oh my god, um, uh, ooh, I'll be right back. And then he leaves. Ah, he's shy. He's shy. And so she's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, he is a loser. So, And so she's like in the bathroom washing her hands, having this monologue where she's like, I shouldn't be surprised. He's a pathetic loser. Anyway, I'll like try someone else. Mm -hmm. And as she's doing this, like a lady exits the toilet stall, but she's acting real shady. And it turns out to be a man with a knife. Oh. It's like just in a wig and a dress. Whatever. And like he starts attacking her and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And um, so she beats him up and like another dude bursts in. And so she just beats up these two dudes uh-huh. and they like run out of the restaurant and she chases them outside. So her date was like, I go to the bathroom, I fight some gangsters, <laughs> I run out of the restaurant and like outside is Blondie and the loyal friend and the newbie. Oh, and it's just like, a normal day, really. It probably is for her. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all, hey, uh, boss, are are you okay? Um, And then she's like, I just got randomly attacked by this enemy gang. <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit. What about your date? How's that going? And then she's like, listen, uh, it's probably about, oh shit. And like, Kang comes rocking up. He like sprints up. Yeah. And she's like outside and she's just been chasing these dudes. Like her gang members melt into the shadows. <laughs> and Kang's just like, oh, why are you outside? And she's just like, um, uh, it was hot. So I came out for some air. Let's go back in the restaurant. <laughs> I'm not quite certain why you're here again, but... And Casey's like, no, 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 let's uh, stay outside here. And then, like, he pulls out a bouquet of flowers. Oh, uh, mutual awkwardness. Mutual awkwardness. And he's like, yes, this is the poetry I memorized for when I was going to propose to someone. <laughs> and then he's like, lady. To anyone, really. To it anyone. Could appeal really. to any particular person. Yeah, and he's like, Mantis, will you marry me? And she's just kind of like, uh. And then, like, a car drives back and it, like, shines a light on him. But, like, as the light shines, we see, like, all the gangsters were just looming behind him this whole time. And he's like, ah, I'm blinded. And he turns around and, like, all the gangsters are there. And he's like, what? What the fuck? And the gangster's like, ah, wow, sure is a nice night out. Let's go, let's go, let's go. God. And they run away. And then so I guess she's like, well, I guess we're married now. I guess. So I guess. That was real sudden. It was real sudden. I'm like, sir, this lady was just like, I need to get married. And he's like, let me run away and get a bouquet of flowers so I can propose to you. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. No. So the next scene after this is the wedding. I feel like there's easier ways she could have done this. Like she's literally in the mafia. She has underworld connections. Her problem was that she delegated. Her problem was that she delegated. Never trust a man to find you a fake man. To less competent subordinates. It's true. They're they're all idiots. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to the wedding. Uh Uh-huh. And basically what's happening is like, we have this scene where it's the enemy gangsters. Uh Uh-huh. Like the ones that attacked her. And it's like this whole different gangster group. They're called the White Snake Group. Sure. And there's like, hey, yo, boss. Mantis is getting married. And the boss is like, Mantis is getting married? Well, we better send her a gift. (laughs) And so their gift is essentially like a bunch of gangsters sneak in and they all have paint cans. Ah, a bouquet of gangsters. A bouquet of gangsters. (laughs) And they're like, you know, they're setting themselves up. So presumably they're going to tip the paint cans on them at some point. (laughs) They're going to just go carry on this wedding. (laughs) They're going to go carry on this wedding. So she's in, I guess, the preparatory room that you get in churches where the bride hangs out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's in her wedding dress. It's kind of like very, it's like, you know, the strapless bodice with a big puffy skirt and a veil. So very yeah, generic. Right. Real, real generic, yeah. And then, like, um, Kang, like, comes in. He's like, oh, wow, you look so beautiful. And she's just like, hmm. So, like, we have them. They walk up the aisle together. Yeah. And, like, it's the wedding march, but it's a jazz band. So they're playing saxophone. And there's yes. like, as they walk up the aisle. <laughs> like, as this is all happening, they're walking up. And um, our, our gangster crew yeah. is kind of like, oh, shit, the white snake is here to ruin the wedding. So they're just, like, trying to, like, run interference with these dudes. Blondie and Newbie, like, burst upstairs. And they're just like, okay, we're going to fight you. But everyone stay quiet. Like, don't disturb this wedding. And the other gangsters are like, um, okay. And so, like, they're just kung fu fighting <laughs> they upstairs. They just agree. <laughs> they just agree. That's and, like, so during, funny. throughout the fight, Blondie's like, shh, shh, keep it down. They're getting married downstairs. 
I can't believe they turned up to ruin the wedding, but they're like, oh no, we're totally going to be super quiet. Like, we'll ruin your wedding, but we're not going to like disturb we're not gonna be like disrespectful god oh no yeah so they're just like you know like martial arts fighting all upstairs but at this point everyone's noticed and the priest is like um (laughs) all these guys are like falling off the top floor and the jazz band is playing (laughs) and that's the wedding so yeah so they return back home to a domestic lifestyle Mm -hmm. and like this is just a whole little bit of kang slowly realizing that maybe his wife um, he doesn't quite know who she is. <laughs> Good. Um, so he like he'll like wake up and he'll like go into the kitchen and like the fridge is just full of millions of bottles of water. He's like, that's weird. And then he opened the pantry and all it's full of his instant ramen. And he's like, that's also kind of weird. Like he walks out to the balcony where she is and she's just like in like a tight tank top and like track pants doing one armed push ups. Hot. You know, yeah. So- <laughs> fucking hot um so one arm push-ups the other arm behind the back and he's like hey um the pantry only has instant ramen in it and she's like great make me some seafood flavor <laughs> and he's just like um i'm I- okay i guess um, I'll do there that. are gender roles okay don't worry <laughs> i guess nice. yeah and like the house because i think they move into her place sure and her place is kind of like this nice apartment nice and it's like basically she's got a bachelor pad she has a bachelor pad it's super minimalist yeah, yeah, yeah there's nothing there but it is also full of like a workout gear nice and so it's pretty awesome god she's so cool yeah she is so cool and like He'll always be like, hey, I'm at home. What if we, like, you know, we're romantic and intimate? And he's like, here, I will speak some romance to you. And she's like, sorry, I'm busy stretching. <laughs> and I'm going to do some martial arts warm-up um, now. I have to be buff? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. And he's just kind of like, I was speaking to you, but now your foot is next to my face as you stretch. <laughs> so I guess this doesn't work. And then, like, she'll occasionally just drink and, like, pass out on the bed. And he'll be like, what if I take your shirt off? And then she'll be like, hey... If I don't give you permission, don't fucking touch me. Nice. And then she'll high kick him. Nice. So I like that part. I'm glad she polices her boundaries. She polices her boundaries. Yeah. And like, and during this, like, you know, like Kang is cooking and all that sort of stuff. And like he, her phone rings and it's like a flip phone and he picks it up and it's like, hey, Mantis, we need you. The boss is back. And he's like, who the fuck is Mantis? <laughs> Hanging up that. And, like, he'll, he has, a, like, um, a little confrontation. He's like, listen, this is kind of weird. Like, you're not performing, like, a, you know, societally expected wife. You're uh-huh. not cooking. You're not cleaning. There's no food in the house. Also, you're getting weird phone calls for Mantis. That's kind of strange. <laughs> and she's like, oh, a phone call for Mantis? I need to leave now. Goodbye, man I don't actually love or care about. <laughs> and he's just like, I guess. So, basically, the phone call was like, hey, so the actual boss has returned from his holiday. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, this short dude who's older, and he, like, he rocks up. He's like, hey, it's me, the boss. He's not Italian. <laughs> I'm Italian, because this he, is the mafia. <laughs> yes, he, he he's also South Korean. Sure. And so, like, the boss is just like, I'm disappointed in you. Why the fuck would you do this? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you get married to some random dude? And so she's just, like, sadly drinking after this. Mm-hmm. And loyal buddies there. Mm-hmm. And so... She's just a married loyal. You really should like listen. This whole setup, like every time you see loyal body, you're like, I'm pretty sure he's in love with her. Yeah. He like he buys her wedding dress. He's very loyal. But he didn't step up when she said he did. So he was too busy like spitting out his water. Um, unfortunate. Yeah, could have gone very differently. Could have gone very differently. I feel like this would have been a healthier relationship. Mm -hmm. So Kang is at the office Uh and like he's chatting with his workmates. Uh His workmates are like, oh, how'd your uh, wedding night go? Oh, you must have had a great time. And he just like turns around and he has like a black eye. (laughs) Oh God, that's funny. (laughs) He's like, maybe we just won't touch on the subject anymore. Mm. And they're like, oh wait, you're having a dinner party, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, yes, I am. So basically Kang brings his like colleagues home. Yep. And then they get in and like, they're just like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Because... Essentially, Mantis has arranged this massive buffet, mm-hmm. and there's, like, all these pallets of beer, and there's these two chefs, mm-hmm. and they just bow when everyone enters, and there's like, hello, welcome nice. to the party. And then she's like, oh, you guys are here. Great. Come in. Have, mm-hmm. a, have a party. And so, like, they're just kind of there eating all their food as she eats off to the side, and she's like, I'm really not invested in this. Nice. But I'm a good host. I've hosted millions of gangster parties. I know what's needed. And what you need is a shit ton of food and alcohol. She's, she knows what we need at a party. She knows. Absolutely. She's not good at the social part, but she can provide, goddammit. Yeah. 
And the dinner party ends. And Kang's just kind of like, hey, yo, um, yeah, like, I don't think you're very womanly or wife-like. <laughs> like, uh, no? And so, like, Match is like, I don't actually care about anything you say. So I'm going to be in this car now and I'm going to be talking to my sister. Nice. And so she's chatting to her sister and basically the sh- her sister is getting worse. Mm-hmm. And Match is like, listen, sister, what if you just live with us because you're getting worse? We can take care of you. We'll cook for you. You don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And the sister is like, oh, thank you so much. And they have dinner with the sister in their house. And she's all just like, oh, wow, it makes me feel so good to see you guys being a happily married couple. <laughs> yeah. You're so great. But then, like, she, like, goes to hang out with her sister and she's like, wow, it's been so long you've changed since I've last seen you. And her sister's like, hey, you know I've always wanted kids. <laughs> I've never had kids. Uh, Wouldn't it be great if you had kids? And oh, Manchester's no. like, I can't believe you've given me another mission. Regret. <laughs> Mantis, please, your sister is terrible. Time to adopt. So Mantis is like, I suppose I must get pregnant now. Gross. Am I pregnant? <sighs> pregnant is needed. Summon Sherry. Do you remember Sherry? I do remember Sherry. Sherry is the beautiful escort lady girlfriend of Blondie. Yes. Um, Mantis summons Sherry. And she's like, Sherry, what's the fastest way I can get pregnant? And Sherry does this whole spiel. Uh, have a lot of sex, unfortunately. <laughs> Essentially, she's like, are you sure you won't get pregnant? Are you not just horny? <laughs> and Mantis is like, I didn't come here to be insulted. Just give me the goods. <laughs> And then there's this, like, this all sort of, like, extended sex montage, which I'm going to gloss over. Gross. Because I'm not into that. No. But Kang's just like, what if we have emotions? And she's like, instead of emotions, what if we just have sex again? <gasps> and <laughs> Sherry basically told her a bunch of urban myths, like, oh, this couple had sex in that elevator, or they had sex on that table. Oh, no. And so she's just, like, has a checklist. She's like, okay, we'll have sex here, and then I'll wind up pregnant. <laughs> she's done research. She has checklists. <laughs> she does. I fucking love her. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so there's that... Ex- I like how she's like, I'm not horny, but I do have goals. I have requirements <laughs> that I need to fulfill, and this is the only way I can accomplish this goal. Excellent. And Kang's just like, wow, my wife loves me. And she's just like, really, I don't... I just need to become pregnant. Yeah. So my sister is like, yay, kids. I guess. So this God, is what... she's so reliant on her sister's goddamn wishes. Yeah, and like, they've only known each other for like a week at this point. This because... is such a stupid plot point. Yeah, like, if her sister didn't exist, yeah. none of this movie would happen. Yeah. She would still be a fucking great just gangster. Just a badass. Yeah. Or if she just had any kind of spine and be like, no. Yeah, if she'd <laughs> been like, sister, I love and respect you, but I have no need to get married now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine, I don't want this or sister what if we adopt a child and we raised it yeah and then we could just be like yeah siblings who help co-parent a child yeah sister fuck off with your expectations sister why this is my goddamn body and i'd rather not be pregnant yeah and so now we cut to we're having a dinner party with the gang Mm -hmm. so the dinner party is just like at some restaurant and it's mantis and all of the crew and they, I think they've sealed a deal on something or they've built a new base of operations. Sure. They've done something that was a goal they wanted to achieve. Yeah. I didn't know or pay Whatever. attention. Whatever. They've done some mafia bullshit. And they're celebrating. Mm-hmm. And like as they're drinking and celebrating, like an enemy dude from the White Snake gang swaggers in. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, I've always wanted to have a drink with Mantis. Mantis, pour me a drink. And she like pours him a drink after a bunch of like posturing. And it's and- full of poison. I wish. She oh. poisons him a drink, and she's like, cool, that's enough, we're gonna leave now. And he's like, no, you haven't accepted my drink. And she's like, instead of accepting your drink, what if I just stab you in the face? Nice. And so she does that, and he's just kind of like, and then she's like, okay, guys, let's let's roll out. And then she leaves with her crew as he sits there traumatized. Cool. But what this means is that the leader of the White Snake is kind of like, it's time for negotiation. So essentially we have this big extended um, posturing scene between him and um like the actual boss of the gang and mantis Mm -hmm. or he's just kind of like yeah we're talking but like you know you did stab a guy in the face and that was my guy (laughs) so like um i think this means we should have a death duel between you and one of my men oh sure yeah and they're all just kind of like well, this makes perfectly logical sense. We are gang, like, crews. <laughs> we are the mafia, so death jewels are fine. Yeah. So basically, the boss is like, oh, I'm going to set up a death jewel between you and this guy of mine, Naman, who, uh, he just came back from Japan and he, like, studied the way of the sword for a bit. Like, you know, as you do. Mm-mm. And so, and Mantis is just like, 
That's legit. So we're now in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's like just full on grassy fields. Mm -hmm. There is no civilization here. And what's going to happen is we're just going to have this epic fight scene between Mantis and this dude, Naman. Nice. And um, she has this weapon. And her signature weapon is a pair of oversized, really large, like, scissors. What the fuck? Yeah, they're like more... They're so fucking long. They're like this long. How much would you say that is? 40, um, 50 centimeters? Like half a meter, yeah. Yeah, they're huge as fuck. Like maybe two feet? Yeah. For Americans? I don't know about One feet. and a half feet to two feet yeah. for Americans. Sure. And um, so she has these pair of really sharp pointy shears yeah. that she can split in half into two blades. Oh, Cause wild. Like, yeah, because you just take each side of the scissor apart. So she just has stabbing scissors. Whatever. Yeah, and like he has like, you know, a machete. Uh-huh. And so they're just fighting in the grass. There's lots of flips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And essentially um, what happens is like he stabs her in the gut mm-hmm. and she like falls down and he like leaps at her and then just jumps off a cliff by accident. Okay. Yeah. So like that settles that fight. Sure. He's gone off a cliff. Um, she wins the fight. So she's at home. She's bandaging her wounds and Kang comes in. He's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Are you okay? <laughs> and she's like, this isn't important. And he's like, I guess it's not important. By the way, your sister- He just sister- accepts. He's like, yeah, he accepts. And he's like, also, your sister's in the hospital now? And she's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me this sooner? Mm-hmm. He's like, your phone was off. Oh. And she's like, I guess I was fighting a duel to the death. <laughs> anyway, this is fine. So she, like, goes to visit her sister in the hospital- but on the way, she picks up a pregnancy test and she, like, you know, pees on the stick and is like, ah, I is pregnant. And so she goes to her sister and she's like, hello, sister, it is me. Ah, one sex and I am pregnant. What? Well, oh, no, she, there was a montage. There was a there? sex montage. Okay, that's fine. I lived through this sex <laughs> montage, so you didn't have to. That's, I'm glad. Thank you. I didn't want to. Um. Yeah, so, like, she shows up and she's like, Hello, sister. It is me, Mantis. I is pregnant, and sister's like uses pregnant. Great, you must be good mothers and tell your husband and all that sort of shit. Now stop fighting in the mafia. Yes, good mother. Yes. Oh, sister knows about mafia. Sister knows about mafia, or she's like stop being so rough and tumble. Become generic housewife. Tell your husband you're pregnant. <sighs> so the sister has no motivation of her own. She just exists to push this, like, gender role Gross. agenda along. Don't like that. Yeah, don't like that. Um, so, yeah. So she's like, okay, I will tell my husband that I am pregnant. <laughs> pregnant? Pregnant? Me? Pregnant? Pregnant me. Pregnant. Pregnanti. <laughs> I goes home to tell husband's pregnanti. <laughs> and so... <laughs> She, like, calls him on the phone. Yeah. And she's like, Kang, come home. And he's like, oh, is something wrong? She's like, goodbye. Kim, pregnant. <laughs> she doesn't tell him she's pregnant. Yeah. She just, like, hangs up and he's like, I guess I better rush home. And so he rushes. We need to talk, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk. This is important. Get home ASAP. It's not important. <laughs> and he's like, I'm at work. Um... Yeah. So he rushes home. Uh-huh. And, um. She's, like, showering, and he's, like, okay, well, while she's showering, let me, like, light all these candles and set up this romantic, like, table scene mm-hmm. in the bedroom. And so she, like, walks into the bedroom in her towel, mm. and she's, like, oh, a romantic scene? This is kind of nice. And he's, like, ho, 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 I sneak up on you. But and she- then she stabs him. And then she stabs – no, but she's <laughs> dropped her towel during this. Yeah. And he sees her massive back tattoo. Uh-huh. And he's, like, oh, my fucking god, my wife is a gangster? I guess that – Back tattoo means means gangster. Yes. Okay. So it's a common thing for um, at least East Asian uh, groups when you're in the criminal world. Mm-hmm. Tattoos tend to signify I'm a criminal. Massive back tattoos that cover the entirety of your back and often go over your shoulders as well is kind of like gang affiliation. So professional gang setting. I'm part of the mafia. Right. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the truth comes out. She's like basically like listen. I'm part of a gang. I never want to marry you. I don't love you. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this out of obligation for my dying sister. And then he's like, whoa, 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 hold up. Let's stop there. Listen, I can accept the fact that you've lied to me this whole time. I can accept the fact that you don't love me, but I cannot accept the fact that you are like a gangster. Um, yeah. Strange priorities. He's like, basically, I want you to stop working as a gangster. And she's like, I kind of can't leave <laughs> this line of work. 
I'm not allowed. I'm kind of like embedded in this whole culture now. Yeah. And then he's like, well, then I'll leave you. And she's like, listen, I'm totally keen for like us to get divorced. But like, can you wait like a year or maybe even six months? Until my sister dies. Until my sister dies. Yeah, essentially. And he's just like, hmm. Yeah. Don't tell me they fall in love. Um, I'll keep telling you about this movie. Hmm. So anyway, like, we cut to the hospital. She's with her sister. Uh-huh. And, like, her sister is dying. And her sister is, like, basically like, oh, I'm dying. Anyway, be good to your husband. I die now. Oh, God. Yeah. And she's like, you have a baby on the way and your baby needs a dad. And the sister's like, what if I didn't need a husband and I just raised this child alongside you? What if I had an entire organization of capable men? Oh, my God. 50 dads? (laughs) 50 dads. Yes. That's so many dads. That's that's good amount. That's of dads. the ideal amount of dads. Fifty is a good amount of dads. Exactly. You can't have daddy issues if you have fifty. Listen, dads. communally raised child. Yeah, gangster boss's child. Gangster boss, fifty dads. Solved. Solved. We've done. solved your gangster I've puzzle. Made, I've made this movie better. Yeah. So essentially, the sister is like, "You's pregnant. You needs husband because baby needs dad because single parents illegal. No good. I dead." <sighs> And then sad music plays. And so, like, um, little as, not a aside, but, like, during this whole movie, you remember Blondie and Newbie and Loyal Man? Yes. Um, they've just been having this whole series of random confrontations with this group of, like, street punks. Sure. So, like, um. Are they hot punks? Like a lobster cup? Oh, they're not hot punks like lobster punks. Oh, no. What's the point? I know. They're just generic street punks. So basically, at this point, Blondie is like, I will go see Sherry, my beautiful girlfriend who is a hostess, and I'll ask her out on a date, Mm. and I will wait for her outside her store, and then the punks rock up, and they're like, oh, it's you, Blondie. And Blondie's like, hey, it's you. Um... Let me just, like, insult you for a bit. And then the street punks are like, but what if we stab you? Ah. And Blondie's like, oh, no. <laughs> I know I am stabbed. Yeah, and then, like, Sherry comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, my my boyfriend has been stabbed. Someone please call the ambulance. Yes, you crowd that's surrounding us. Please call the ambulance. And he's just like, this is really embarrassing. I've been stabbed. Mm. By the way, Sherry, you're really pretty today. And she's like, I know I'm really pretty, so you better... You're all you from blood loss, good sir. Yeah, he's like... And she's like, I'm really pretty, so, like, don't die. And he's like, yeah, I I mean, I wanted to propose to you because you're so pretty. And also, oh, shit, I'm dead now. And she's just like, oh, oh no. no, my boyfriend is dead. So, like, that well, that was happening. Well, that was a short-lived little yeah. couple there. Yeah. So, um, Blondie is dead now, and Sherry's just like, I am sad. My boyfriend died. Sherry, new Mafia member? I mean, Sherry potentially... Sherry, Liam Neeson revenge. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's Nissan. <laughs> Liam Neeson's Nissan. Oh, Nissan no. Nissan. So um, Blondie is now dead. Mm-hmm. He got killed by some random street punks because he had his whole own story arc with them in the background. Sure. And so Sherry's just like, oh my God. And she calls the gang headquarters and newbie picks up mm-hmm. and she's like, oh my God, Blondie <laughs> is dead. A bunch of punks just fucking killed him. And newbie's like, punks? Oh my god, that must be the White Snake gang. Okay. They've just murdered him. But it's not the White Snake gang, it's just random punks. Sure. But the whole gang's just like, oh my god, the White Snake gang just killed one of our men. Mm-hmm. This means war. Ah. So they get in a van and they like fucking crash into the other place's base and they get out of their van and like, it's time to fuck shit up. And then like, all the people in the base are just like, excuse me, what? And then they're like, we didn't think this through. We're heavily outnumbered. Oops. Why didn't we think this through? We went to their actual base where all their people were. Yeah, and now there are consequences. Ah. So, um, yeah, they've driven into this place. And then we cut to... Uh, Mantis's home, and uh-huh. she's like being domestic. She's like preparing dinner and chopping all this food. And Case is like, "Wow, I'm so excited! My wife is cooking for me. This is she so knows wonderful. how to cook. She doesn't know how to cook. She's oh, never cooked a good. day in her life." And then she gets a phone call, and she's like, "Hello, it is me, Mantis." And the phone call's like, "Hey, so like, um, Blondie is dead, and everyone's gone to attack like the White Snake gang." Well, and she's just like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> I guess. I was just gonna get hang of this domesticity thing. Uh, but now I must be a gang leader. Nice. 
So she just like the gang has gone into the warehouse and we go to the warehouse again and they're all like knocked out and like on the floor <laughs> and she does the full like I am the knight. I am vengeance. Nice. And she like descends from like the rafters and she has her kitchen nice. shoes. And then like she's just like attacking everyone and the white stink boss is upstairs and he's like what the fuck is happening today? What <laughs> is Dunk got Batman? Yeah, he's like, what? Why are we just being attacked by so many people today? We didn't do shit. Nice. And yeah, so she's like, um, destroying everyone, killing them all. But then Naman, the cliff guy who got mm-hmm. kicked off the cliff, like rocks up. Mm-hmm. She's the one who had the death duel with him. Yeah. And he's just like, ha. Huh. What if I was actually really good? Uh-oh. And, like, she gets shot in the face with, like, some, uh, a fire extinguisher, so she's blinded. Sure. And so she's like, Does oh, my God. Does anyone have guns in this movie? No! <laughs> There's been no guns! I mean, I don't know about gun laws, possibly, you're... Um, but they're all criminals. They're all criminals. You think people would have guns. I feel I like think, someone should have guns. I think maybe they have really good, like, workplace safety, safety standards. <laughs> and they're like, no guns in the base. They're gangsters. <laughs> they're gangsters, but they don't want to hit their buddies. You're not gonna, like... You know, you just have, like, concealed carry. Yeah. Gangsters. And yet... Here we it are. Make, it does make for better, like, choreographed fight scenes. Oh, yeah. This is all martial arts. She does the thing where she, like, kicks off several barrels and, like, flips around. Nice. And she's wrecking everyone. And she's, like, you know, platforming the shit to get to higher levels to attack people. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so like, Cliff Dude rocks up. He's fighting her. And he's winning now because mm-hmm. she's been blinded. But then um, the big boss of her gang rocks up and he's like, stop destroying my people, please. I have what you want. And right. he, like... He gives the White Snake boss like some paperwork, which is, I guess, the deal they closed on before that they were having a party for. Right. And White Snake boss is like, White Snake boss is like, oh, I see why you like her so much. Yes, I can see why you'd want to keep her. Yeah. Oh, 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 I take this paperwork. I guess I've expanded my territory. Basically, Big Boss has rocked up. Mm-hmm. He's kind of smoothed over the whole situation. He's given the White Snake gang what they want. They've all stopped fighting. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the hospital. And, like, Mantis is, like, on a gurney being wheeled in. She's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And um, Kang is also there. And he's like, holy shit, my wife is dying. I just went to pick up some ingredients. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, oh, she'll be all right. But she's probably miscarried. Like, the doctors oh. say it as they push her. So, like, basically, Kang finds out that she was pregnant. And uh-huh. now she has miscarried. Uh-huh. And he's kind of like, what the fuck? And, like, the chauffeur is there as well. And so, presumably, the chauffeur gives him the rundown of the situation. Sure. And Kang's just like, oh my god, I found the truth. Well then. And then we cut to basically a club uh-huh. where the White Snake gang is all celebrating. Because they've basically secured a great deal. They've destroyed this other gang. Sure. So it's like a, a club. They have all these like beautiful women with them. They're all drinking uh-huh. and being like, yay, we're going to have a great time. When Kang like saunters in holding like this massive water cooler bottle. And he just starts splashing it on everyone. And there's like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? He's like, I have done this all. I've splashed you all with a liquid. Is it secretly like gasoline and he sets them on fire? (laughs) She winked. Yes. Um, So and then he pulls out a lighter. and He's like, ladies, get out of here. Nice. So he gets out all the civilians, which is good. If you're going to like brutally destroy your enemies, like clear out the, the civilians. That's fair. He's like, I am here. How dare you attack my wife? I will destroy all of you. And then, like, the gang members who are outside were like, what if we just, like, kick you? Mm. And now you are on the floor and your lighter is out and you're useless. And, like, the white snake boss man, like, saunters up and he's like, what the fuck was all this about? God, it's so stinky in here. Ugh, I'm not into this shit. And he, like, he pulls out a cigarette. Oh, no. And you know the gang boss thing where, like, the minions lean forward with their lighters to light your cigarette? He does the Disney villain kill self kind of thing. He does. So he pulls out a cigarette and, like, one of his minions is like, oh, wait, boss, this is a bad idea. And then the other one's like, a lighter for you, sir. <laughs> and, like, the guy. And then he bursts into flame. Yeah, the guy who, like, lights the lighter, his hand catches on fire. And he's like, mm. oh, my fucking God. Mm. And he drops the lighter and it hits the ground. And basically everyone is on fire now. And Kang's just like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. I need to run away from this situation. I made this happen, but also I need to leave. Yes. So Kang runs away. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the whole gang is on fire now. I guess. And then we cut to like, we see the entire gang lined up. Yeah. And Kang is also there. 
but he's just all in black wearing sunglasses. Really? Yeah, but he kind of looks like he belongs in the Matrix. <laughs> he has like round glasses and a long leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And like Loyal Lad hands him the kitchen shears. And um, like rad music is playing. And like we see like across from them is another gang. And like one, di- one guy takes off his shirt. Um, he takes off his jacket. He's wearing a shirt under his jacket. Yeah. But having said that, I would like if he also <laughs> took off his shirt. Um, one guy just strips. <laughs> one guy's so stripping. No. Um, this, like, guy is in front of this other group of gang members. It's an enemy gang. He takes off his jacket. Yeah. And, like, he has, like, a small, like, wakizashi sword. So it's like a katana, but, like, 30 centimeters, like, one foot to two foot long. Sure. Uh, 30 to 60 centimeters We don't have long. to cater to our American listeners. Americans aren't real. Americans aren't real. Yeah, so he pulls out the sword and he's like kind of like very sexy with it. Like he holds it near his face. And he's kind of like, you know, almost like you'd think he'd licking the blade, uh-huh, but he's not. Uh-huh. But like maybe if And then did. it's poison and then he dies. No, wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, and then so Kang has like the kitchen shears and he saunters forward. But what he does. When the fuck did he get badass? Listen. He saunters forward, and then we see Mantis is there. Yeah. And he just gives the kitchen shears to Mantis. Nice. And Mantis is like, now then, it's time to fight to the death. And she, like, does the sprint forward and, like, leaps in the air with her kitchen shears to stab towards, like, cool guy with katana. Nice. And we get a freeze frame. Nice. He evolved into supportive husband. He evolved into supportive husband. And that's the end of the movie. Huh. So in the end, the solution is if your wife is a gangster, maybe you too should be a gangster. I guess that's not the worst conclusion. Yeah. yeah. So um that was uh That sure was a movie. So um as a review, I would say I preferred the concept behind this movie the more than the delivery. Yeah. Um like the gender roles and the dub con elements really turned me off. Like in an ideal world. I would have learned, like, to learn more about her past or more, like, you know, our movie. Um, also, the h- entire sister's existence was really hilarious to me because she had, like, no thoughts or motivations besides her being like, I'm delivering the society-mandated views on womanhood. Yeah, yeah. I require you to do a thing for no reason other than me. And then she does. And then I die. And then I die. Which is fucking stupid. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I feel like this movie had the potential in its premise, but in its delivery, it was kind of very, um, entry-level basic. Yeah. Couldn't, could have gone through a couple of, um, editing runs by some queers, you know? Yeah. If you had queers on your cast, you would have a better movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's always true. But how do I say, anything that kind of low-key conforms to accepting societal gender roles is never a good movie, in not my opinion. Yeah. We're not about that. We're not. Yeah. So, this brings us to my media recommendation. Your media recommendation. Which Lauren Loki spoiled. I did steal your media recs. But, like, you didn't know enough about it, so it didn't actually influence your it's movie. It's true. I've seen, like, two posts of, like, a couple of pages of it. Yeah. And that's my... So fucking good. Okay, so my media rec for this episode is um, it's called uh, Goku Fushudo, which is also known in English as The Way of the House Husband. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese manga. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have any adaptions at this point. Uh-huh. And it's a comedy manga where basically it follows the character Tatsu, um, and he's an infamous and famous Yakuza boss, uh-huh. which is the like Japanese like mafia. Yeah. And his nickname is The Immortal Dragon. And essentially, he's retired from crime to become a house husband in order to support his wife, who is a career woman. Excellent. And What does she do? I think she's just a career woman. So she, like, works in an office. Sure. Works nine to five. Like a regular She's a regular salary person. And um, it's basically an episodic series where each episode is him either, like, doing some sort of household chores while looking like a scary mat, like, Yakuza boss, Uh or, like, accidentally confronting previous, like, enemies or Yakuza gang members. Nice. Like, there's fun things where he's just like, I will sit here and, like, oh, yeah, we gotta induct the new guy, see how well he performs. And it's just him, like, observing how well a Roomba vacuums. Uh, (laughs) Or he's like, I have to go deliver lunch to my wife. 
Or um, I'm going to do some parkour. Yeah. Or he's like, ah, it's my gang, boss. It's good to see you again, boss. Mm. This might be untoward of me, but I've made this for you. And he's like made a little cute outfit for his <gasps> boss's dog to wear. Yes. And the boss is like, oh my fucking God, this is so fucking cute. Take <gasps> photos of me with my little puppy. Yeah. So that's definitely my recommendation. Gangster, my wife is a gangster. I feel is more enjoyable to have someone else tell you about it than to watch it yourself. I suspect so, yes. I mean, there's a lot of... Because you focus on the good shit. I focus on the good shit. I've got those, um, filter goggles on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still a fun movie to watch, but it does show its age. Yeah. It is from, like, early 2000. It's an unfortunate time. It is an unfortunate time. Yeah, so I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Well, thank you for telling me about your wife is a gangster. God, I wish my wife was a gangster. (laughs) God, I wish I had a wife who was a gangster. It would be nice. Oh, well. Thanks about buff wives. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at Popcorn Fort or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries underscore. If you'd like to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense. <laughs>